<laughs> if I was, if I, boob really that great? <laughs> if I was, if I was blind <laughs> and a woman, <laughs> I would be braille put, put right on my pubic area that says oh. vagina. So people would you know. You could braille oh. into so your they, pubic hair. So they go, they go. Yeah. Instead of like a lightning bolt, it's yeah. just like, be braille. Oh, it's like Harley Quinn's had where it says vagina down here and it had an arrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then another arrow that says insert penis. <laughs> yeah. And another arrow that says I'm slightly unhinged or Suicide Squad doesn't get enough credit for being subtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, welcome to, uh, welcome to a uh, Non-visually complimented to Bullet Dude Soup. I have no idea what to play today, but I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. Put a, no uh, put Here, a randomizer on. on there. Harley Quinn. Put on some put salty bag or something. Hot Mark Cerny That's clips. That's a really good idea, actually. Oh, I love some, Hot Mark there's Cerny. A guy, Mark there's Cerny a guy at our fan meetup this weekend that uh, good. brought Dang. a Suicide Squad poster mm -hmm. and asked us to sign it. He did. And we, so I went yeah. through and I was like, I'm going to write a funny thing on each skull, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. And right. then I got through like, like Diablo. I think I wrote Mexican. and then But then I got to the bottom and I was like, I don't even know what this person does. <laughs> I don't care. Which one was it? Was it Boomerang? It, it was or soldier was it, guy. Uh, soldier Indian man who had he, the head No, explode. he didn't make the poster. Uh, That's uh, how everyone knew he was going to die. Look, everyone, it's Footloose or whatever. <laughs> I, can, I, I can climb. It's funny. It's funny because you're thinking about the <laughs> I can climb. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I think it's, it's funny because... They made a production decision. They were like, well, it'll cost us $3,000 to give him a little custom card oh, and man. not throw the audience off. But that is $3,000. So <laughs> let's, just, let's just let him show up. His Native American just presence, it'll, he'll just have a natural glow well, to it. There's so. also like uh, Entertainment Weekly images where like, it's all the new DC heroes, and it's like Ben Affleck and like uh, Henry Cavill and everyone, and like the Suicide Squad. That guy, that actor, Adam Beach is there. I wonder if he's just like, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> he's watching. He's watching the photo shoot in a single tear. <laughs> uh, this week's bullet YouTube is brought to you by Mac Weldon and Acorns. Uh, Mac Weldon makes underwear. You can get twenty percent off by using promo code Soup, and you can sign up today by going to Acorns.com/dude. And since no one knows what that is, yeah. I'll even include the offer. You'll receive five dollars when you make your first investment. Oh, what? We'll talk more about that later, Bruce. Okay. All right. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> I worked it all out during the sound test. I didn't. Yeah. It's still in there. <laughs> I can't. I can't not talk for more than five five minutes, or it just just all congeals. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Pax, you get sick yeah. after Pax every single trip. I'm not trip. sick. This is just me drinking coffee. Uh, Lawrence isn't sick yet. Today's coffee is no. I feel great. Yeah. I feel fucking awesome. Yeah. I did it right this time. I'm surprised. I drank actually. water. I didn't well, lick my hands after meeting every fan. It, it was after that one pack where contacts. everyone got the pig virus or whatever, swine flu. I, I remember being like, just you know what? Whatever happens, happens. This is how my life's gonna be. I haven't, got, <laughs> I I haven't gotten sick since uh, that pax. Oh, so you're saying that's when you picked up your superpower? I think I'm invincible. Really? I'm like, I haven't gotten film suicide. It's like it's like kindergarten teachers. <laughs> the first year of teaching kindergarten, oh, yeah. you're, oh, yeah, you're sick get, all the time. You then you never get sick again for there the rest go. of your life. Yeah, yeah. that's Teachers what we do. Also, die like two years after they retire. Oh, well, yeah, it's a yeah. real yeah. bummer. They have really, nothing really left. Sick. They were living through their students. <laughs> uh, I had one teacher explain it to me shortly before he died, uh, <laughs> where he was saying oh, six weeks from retirement. Well, he, he was talking about how like he, he he got a little sad. He was an English teacher, so it makes sense. But he was he was talking about how he's like, so yeah, we we just don't for some reason like you just you have the schedule where it's like. You stress out for nine months, then you take three months off, and then like it does something to your body and your mind, and mm -hmm. then like 
It's like once you retire and you have nothing to do, you just die. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like teachers and that's wrestlers. That's kind of poetic. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I knew a guy that was a. Teachers and pro wrestlers. Sound really sad. Boys, give so much story. to the world. Uh, I knew a guy who, who was a cable repairman. Oh no. And he did it for like 40 years. Really nice dude. Honestly, like still a really nice guy. But uh, when he st- when he retired, he was like, I retired at 65. I'm ready to I'm ready to go. He I think it was maybe six months until he tried to commit suicide. Ooh. Shit. Yeah, like because he was like he didn't have a purpose. And uh, it's really interesting that that's what humans do. Like Brooks. Yeah, from uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you guys. The thing is, the secret is just embracing nihilism early. (laughs) If you you abandon the need for a reason, you'll never get sad when that reason goes away. Well, I think it's funny that the guy, your teacher's rationale. Every time. He's like, yes, that's something to the brain. That's that stressing out and then three months off, it just makes you fucked. And it's like, you mean? The educational system yeah. that we put kids through for 12 years. <laughs> I was also thinking about, sorry, uh, Shawshank Redemption, how Brooks hangs himself, and then Red gets out of jail, and they go, why don't you stay in his room? <laughs> <laughs> we only have one room for prisoners in all of the, U- the United States, so you can work there. Uh, there's a job opening, yeah. in fact, at the grocery store. Like, oh, we never took the body down. It's still there. Yeah. So I was going like, Dad. Yeah, it's like, why does the room have so many stools? That's, I, always, I always wanted it to be the thing where he, everywhere he looked, it was just Brooks was here, like everything or whatever. Oh. Like he's putting on. Brooks was here apron at the grocery store. He's like, oh, yeah. weird. Like he also like ch- ch- chiseled like other things in there, like Kiss is rad. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Journey best band, and then he would yeah. carve it out and write Kiss next Wham to it. Wham for was life. Out. Yeah. He went through a phase. Yeah. <laughs> went through many phases. <laughs> All right, guys, we got we got some spicy drama to discuss. Do we have to introduce to ourselves? Yes. You oh, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> or or do I? <laughs> yes. I do forget. It's true. Uh, I am the host, Lawrence Sontag. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, Tube Lord Adam Kovic. <laughs> oh, uh, Lord of Tubes James Willems. I'm Bruce. I'm an Edge Lord Elise. We gotta start using Edge Lord more. What are Edge Lords? Edge Lords like, are passe. used to play Reaper. Is I'm it? Sorry to say, it's come oh, and gone. Well, Reaper is the embodiment of an Edge Lord. He he Lord? He's the what the hell is an Edge Lord? Why don't I know what an Edge Lord? Someone who tries to be edgy. He's so edgy. Oh. He lives his life on the edge such that he owns property there. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, okay. So another slight tangent. So, uh, being a tube lord made me think of this. Mm. Rather, just dated terminology, so YouTube. Does that refer to the tube in a cathode ray tube television, or no. the tube in terms of the yes. internet, like a series of You're tubes? right. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, they're saying, well, because like, well, they were like, we're new television, but who makes the television? You. You. Tube. Me tube. You, you, YouTube. You, UV. Was, yeah. was the term YouTube, obviously it's the U, Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. But then it refers to a cathode ray on a television yeah. Yeah. tube. Which yeah. doesn't exist Absolutely. anymore. Did None of not? those TVs are there. Yeah, so. because I mean, like, you know, so, so, uh, what's on the tube? People they were just so barely there. Lord is both. Tube Lord is both. You are it's a tube Lord probably because you are on YouTube, but mm. that tube terminology comes from the cathode they were, ray. They were smart, though, because YouTube came around the same time as, like, Flickr and, like, Bringer and Herder and Gerber. Pixlr and Grinder. Yeah, where it's just like, we'll get rid of vowels. This is the new thing. And then tube. YouTube is just no. like, no. Well, no. I also like it because decades. YouTube is basically, they building off the mental cadence of boob tube. Oh, I yeah. agree. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. I agree. That's why That's why it sounded good in their heads. Can I be a boob lord? Yeah, you should be a boob <laughs> lord. <laughs> <laughs> you already were. All right, guys, do a drama, spicy drama. Oh, YouTube's going down in flames, man. This oh, is oh I knew it. Bye, this is going to be it. Finally. Uh, even though it's funny because like this stuff hit like last Wednesday and was like, well, shit. By the time Dude Super Rolls around, the, the, the machine will already have turned and no one will care anymore. <laughs> People just barely care now. 
But, man, if we had done the podcast last Thursday, it would have been sweet. But now they can hear our thoughts and then be mad at us for our thoughts. Yeah, for, for being dismissive <laughs> to the audience, which we'll get to that. <laughs> Everyone, right now, watch your fucking tone, all right? I'm talking to you, Lawrence. I'm talking to you, Elise. Why? What happened? Watch your fucking tones. It, All right, it is. It is kind it's of their fucking to, tones. Why? It's their tones. Their tones are the ones. We got a book in this. Yeah. I'm worried that now it's my tone what based on how I'm toning right now. What about you guys? Well, well we're always cool. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna try to remain empathetic. And been, he's be, already not. Yeah. Oh, he's already shit. botching it. I've been reading those comments. Everybody hates. Everybody, they hate you yeah. because because apparently you're really complaining now or something, which is weird. I'm complaining. No, it's it's because Adam is like. Well, I don't care, so no one should care. It's funny, though, because people like you because they kind of identify with your manic depressiveness, Mm -hmm. which you aren't really, but that's how you... That's that's the the body I want to believe in. Yeah, that's the suit that you wear. Yeah. And you express our fears of our own mortality. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you've confronted yours. But everyone else hasn't. That's when you, you you get onto it. I, I looked at the abyss, Edge Lord. <laughs> they, they, they hate you because you're a whiner and you whine about everything. Yeah, yeah. And you my hate, you it's hate really, everything. It's been really great because I've been uh, like when I'm not on the podcast and I'm doing notes for other videos, I get to read the comments about oh. the podcast that I'm not on. Yeah, you've and been it's great because like the basically the eye of Sauron focuses away yeah. from me. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not being called whatever it is yeah. that week. They just <laughs> think I'm nervous guys. all the time for some reason. Yeah, why do they think? I that? don't know. Ah. Time. <laughs> so guys, we gotta okay. we gotta run through this this spicy. Read drama. the entire okay, story yeah, in its entirety. Yeah, so yeah, that make sure you get no every facts. fact, okay. every single fact. Even Mark. though this is something that will probably that. change in a week. Oh. I, was, oh. I was working over the weekend and didn't have time to read every single. Oh, oh, oh do not no. give that caveat but away. No. I did my own research, which according to how this goes and how everything goes, you should probably do in all these situations instead of firing the same image at everybody. <laughs> uh, so there was there was one picture, which is a screen cap from the. Guidelines concerning advertiser-friendly content, which is not the terms of service, right, on YouTube, and everyone said, "Oh my God, YouTube changed their terms of service." No, they didn't. That was the story. They didn't change it at all. No. Furthermore, the guidelines aren't the terms of service. You will not get thrown off of YouTube for not abiding by them, which include such points as you should avoid sexually suggestive content, violence, including displays of serious injury, inappropriate language, promotion of drugs, controversial or sensitive subjects and events. Which everyone was like, "Huh? How can I do news?" Well, yeah. <laughs> Advertisers don't like this stuff, and that's always been the case, so that's pretty on point. The terms of service have nothing to do with that and say nothing about that sort of thing. So you will not get banned from YouTube by talking about current events. Um, the issue, it seems, or rather the statement that YouTube has provided, was that, uh, oh yeah, and to, 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 I guess, roll back even further, the issue was demonetization. So the issue was never you get banned from YouTube, it's that content you make may lose the option to be monetized, which is that YouTube will then sell ads on it and give you a very small amount of money, unless you're a huge YouTuber, in which case that money is actually pretty. So basically, instead of seeing ads on a YouTube video, you just don't see those ads yeah. anymore. But YouTube That's will still host your video, and people YouTube can still, still watch it and video. comment on it. Yeah. So if you're concerned about the, the like, purity of freedom of speech and all that stuff, it's still there. And it doesn't necessarily get age gated, right? Uh, age gating is another thing. That's, That's another way a video can be demonetized. Yeah, but but it doesn't necessarily mean that right. certain groups of people can't still access. Absolutely true. Video. No, this yes. has nothing to do with with videos being. Uh, removed, but it could in a way be construed as a form of censorship, where if if a certain kind of discussion earns no money, then people and professionals would obviously not spend any time on creating. Can you real quick look up the definition of censorship? <laughs> sure. Actually, Lawrence, why don't you continue? I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look well, up. I mean, I got it. Boom. Wait, okay. wait, wait. So, if the practice of officially examining books, movies, etc., and suppressing unacceptable parts. Right. There's no nothing about monetary. 
like well that could be considered a form of suppression could be considered i'm just saying okay uh, yeah it's maybe long, long con censorship yeah, yeah basically yeah i guess yeah i mean i mean it's it's dissuading people to but be, be performing a certain way on your platform that makes sense so that's not exactly censorship but no 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 but but all that's a little mooted because uh, as as we understand now as youtube said they have always routinely gone back and demonetized videos that sponsors are not happy with. So, so here's, and in this situation, and I, this is probably gonna be something I'm gonna get yelled at, oh. YouTube's kind of caught in the middle here, because they have advertising partners that they sell inventory against. Uh, and if, if that advertising partner happens to see their video in front of some 12 year old screaming racial obscenities for five minutes, <laughs> that advertiser is gonna say, YouTube, what the fuck? We gave you very clear got, like, content guidelines for what our content should run on. And then YouTube's like, shit, dude, five billion minutes get uploaded every second. We can't, what do you want us to do? Yeah. Like, yeah. We, you want your ad to get seen, but you have this narrow window about content appropriateness that you, whatever, you know, like fucking Procter & Gamble, want your shit running on. We're trying, um, and I guess, I guess the demonetization situation was part of that, is that um, when videos through metrics that YouTube didn't share, which is what I think is interesting, maybe hit certain metrics automatically, they get flagged to be demonetized. In the past, no one was ever told. There, no. Was, no mo there was no notification system. So uh, as it was said, or rather as I heard through Phil DeFranco, who apparently talked to YouTube, um, most creators never knew. They never dug far enough in the analytics to find that their videos had gotten demonetized. It's just the revenue would drop and that was it. Hmm. Um, now they uh, have changed the icon in the video manager to indicate that it's been demonetized. They'll actually email you directly, which is what kind of caused the panic a bunch of YouTubers got this batch of emails that these videos had gotten demonetized when they never would have otherwise. Do you know if, um, it, if it specified, it, was it like retro, emails pointing to retroactive monetization and it pointed to like the date they got demonetized? I think it's just, that's a really good question. I don't know because. Yeah. I got one. Okay. I'm trying to find it right now. Oh, you it, got one oh, of those, okay. the notices yeah. from I got, I got a notice because I had a video like, on my personal channel that yeah. was, they were like, hey, like full this does not, like, this video will, is no longer monetized because it's not considered ad-friendly or something is what the well, thing said. Um, the Franco, in his video, he pointed something out that I thought was really interesting where he said in one of his tags he had the word rape in there. But he was talking uh, about a news story where it was like a rape case. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so I, it is a little weird way of, um, I, I hope YouTube does address this in some way, but it's like, I hope they're not whitewashing the internet in a way of like, let's just make everything family friendly when it's like, well, the world's not family friendly and it, we shouldn't try to like, just try to make everything, just put our head in the sand and pretend these things aren't there. If it's a actual news story, Phil DeFranco's doing a news story on it, he shouldn't be punished for that. I, I for agree. Doing the news. That's I, the point of the appeals process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, that's true. And I agree with that. I'm like, that's, that's something that did worry me a little bit when I was reading first about this is that like, basically like if we talk about something controversial in Dude Soup, um, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing that we're talking about it. It depends on the tone, right? And I think that's why advertisers are so skittish about YouTube versus like television. Because on television, it's pretty clear what you're getting most of the time. You're not gonna get some you know, random wildcard person out there on TV screaming about rape and then, and then, and then making jokes about it in the same story. But on you, YouTube, you might get that. Yeah. And I think a lot of advertisers uh, are starting to learn that more and more mm -hmm. as they watch more YouTube and YouTube becomes more popular is that they're like, oh shit, like none of this stuff is brand safe because a lot of YouTube videos are not brand safe. Uh, I would say the majority of most of most videos. Um, and that's, I think that, just I wanted to speculate really quick, sorry Lawrence. Go for um, it. I, I think all of this stuff is happening on the exact opposite side, 
meaning YouTube is talking to advertisers and they're like, guys, 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 like, it's okay, don't worry. Like, I know YouTube's sort of a wild card thing. We're really trying to figure it out. We're trying to help you guys out. They're having the same dialogue with advertisers that they're having this with, with, with content creators. So they're trying to like calm us down a little bit. They're also trying to calm down their advertisers because they realize that, you know, like on the one hand, yeah, we understand they want it to be brand safe. But on the other hand, it's YouTube. And this is, you know, this is like almost a, almost a public platform at this point. It's not, but it is almost a public platform. And I think advertisers need to be aware of that. Uh, and I'm hoping, I'm, I'm almost positive YouTube is telling advertisers that. I think they're, they're saying, you know, guys, you're buying into YouTube. You know what YouTube is. So well, the, the other thing too is um, <clears throat> YouTube, YouTube's always been a little frustrating in the sense that it, it's like a, a really hot girlfriend that won't talk to you. And so you keep going like, oh. baby, what do you want? And they're like, mm-hmm. Oh. And then you, yeah. you keep trying all these different things and like, you try on a cowboy hat. He goes, mm, maybe. And you're like, I, the fuck do I do? And then when you say fuck, they go, they, you know, she zips up, the, you know, the burka, <laughs> and you get really frustrated. But then you see other, like, then you see YouTube acting in a way where they're going after very specific people, like Freddie Wong, who's like, for the most part, like, not all stuff's family friendly, but it all has like kind of a Disney vibe, like a video game high school. Yeah, is like, okay, it's a little, feels like it could be on Disney Channel. It's a little, yeah. you know, teenish. And then like Epic Meal Time, like bleeps their curse words. And it's like, and you see YouTube going, oh, here's a deal. Ooh, do this, do this. It's like, huh, they're rewarding those guys a lot. And we're over here playing a game where we have a character named Cunt. And, they, <laughs> and they're, not, they're not answering my calls. <laughs> What's going on? And it's sort of like, so it's, it's a weird thing of YouTube is speaking through their actions more than anything else. They will never tell you to your face, don't do this. They just pretty much won't shower you with gifts. Right if you choose to make content in a crass way. Mm -hmm. That's the thing I've learned. That's yeah. been my takeaway from doing this for the past 10 years. I think the important point to make there is that's, that's you could argue that's censorship in a way, but that's, that's the free market turning. Yep. If advertisers want friendly content, that's what they're gonna get. And that's been the case on the radio and television for the past 100 years. Um, so there's a reason that it tended yeah, that way. That, that deals a lot with like um, original content. Mm. I, like news, though, I feel like is kind of a different beast. Yeah. Reporting be on events to try and draw drum up attention for certain things, regardless of the the controversy surrounding it. Well, I don't know. Like it's it's like um, it's tough because like even even news channels, they not necessarily sensationalize, but you see how they pad their programming with softer, like basically softballs. What's Hillary Clinton wearing? shit like that, you know? And I, I wonder how much that factors into their ad deals mm. as opposed to reporting on a well, black kid getting shot or something like that, you know? A lot of like traditional news ha still has biases though. Oh, absolutely, And yeah. uh, to me the thing with YouTube is that it's just such a large platform that there's no, there are no standards and practices. There's, there's no quality control. So I think it's gonna have to come down a lot of the time to those retroactive appeals. Like, just because there's no way to me that, that you can adequately create a system that can, as a video is, is just like in its uploaded state, the system can go, oh, the cadence on this is, yeah. is correct. The reporting on, on this thing, but the, but the cadence is right. Like, Unfortunately, it's going to have to be a lot of these creators taking responsibility for their own work and channels and actively being like, okay, this is demonetized. I'm going to have to appeal it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
they'll might just make a video complaining it's, about the it's, demonetization. It's <laughs> also it's also I mean it's kind of like an automated versus human kind of thing. It's but that's like, what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. it's like There's it's no like critical. Critical. Really about it's this. the gigafactory building Tesla cars in mass, <laughs> right? And they can the only reason that you can own a Tesla, the only reason that it can be affordable enough for you is because it's all machines building them day yep. and night in a very systematic way. Yep. Now sometimes that means you might get a hand like welded into <laughs> the, below the seat yeah. because the machine said this belongs here and then cut off a guy's hand and then just welded it in. And Phil it didn't DeFranco even was right. But, but that's the only way, you, the other option is you just don't get the car or you can't afford well, the, the car because it required a specialist to come in and do it. it. It's a weird thing that it, it's the, we were talking about this with like a Crunchyroll when we were saying like this was my, my glowing review of it but it's like it's how most things work on with Google like uh, Gmail, uh, Google Drive, all those things, YouTube, all their services is you only notice them when they don't work and it's that sort of thing where you're like I want to watch a video, there it is, it's YouTube. <laughs> and it, it's all working just fine and dandy is you start to take it for granted. And then for some reason you have a mindset that this is all very mom and pop and you're like, hey YouTube, I got a problem, help me. It's like going through automated robot and you're like, wait a minute, but like me, like I'm a snowflake, why yeah. don't you help me? It's like, because you're one of 1.5 million people who sent the exact same email that day and there is no way they can, unless they hire half the world's population to be uh, customer service, they're not gonna be able to handle all those requests, and so they do need to create an automated system that takes care of it. Yeah, I think I, the, I think the follow-up question to that is, well, if you can't handle it, why would you do it? And the answer is because they're still making a shit, shit, shit ton of money from without not even being able to handle it. From the understanding, YouTube is still operating at a loss in some well, capacity. the same way that Amazon is, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact. At the same time, they're doing red, and they're, they're, they're the most popular platform, so it's going to have a huge payoff regardless yeah. in the long run. But To me, it's like the increased bureaucracy, bureaucracy is it's like a symptom of maturing. It's a symptom of this country, this company like growing beyond its initial like grassroots scale of like, oh, you just upload whatever. It has systems in place. It is trying to, to mature and position itself in such a way like YouTube Red you just said it's like, of course, if they're going to try to make more of this premium content, they might just be like, well, we're changing the, the terms a little bit because this is the, the direction we're going in. So we're changing the game because we want to change our game. And I don't, I don't, I really don't blame. I, I, I mean, them. I think, I think part of it too is it's a really, really, really large onion, and I think it's an attempt at transparency. What they're doing is like we're trying to clarify some stuff for you guys, but we are all YouTube certified. Right, YouTube certified. Well, we all, by all one have been at some point YouTube <laughs> yeah. certified. And I was we've like, all Fuck taken this. the test. We've Fuck all it. we've all been YouTube certified. We've all dealt with that test. We gave up on it. And there's something we all agreed on. Like you watch these videos, and they're like informative. They're like classroom kind of like fun, very fun videos. And you take the test, and it's just this brutal, like semantics engineers. thing. It it yeah. it sounds yeah, like engineers, engineers yeah. are the ones who are like like put it all together and then someone else, they made all these videos, the engineers watched the videos and they were like, well, here's what we actually want to ask. And it was like this weird thing. And YouTube is kind of this weird, deep, scary, Google is the same way, scary, intelligent platform that when you pull back a layer and you're like, all right, we want to explain. So that way you don't just get age gated or so that way you don't just get demonetized or so that way you don't get a, a community guideline strike. Here's some things to watch out for. But then that just raises more questions. Yeah. yeah. 
but that's problem because they didn't realize how many hundreds of layers are still below that mm. one layer. Mm. And then they'll peel back another one and they'll be like, okay, when we mean graphic content, we mean this. And we'll go, now that's just a thousand more possibilities. Mm. I feel like when you have something that's as large and complex as a, a Google, a YouTube, an Amazon, like th these types of things, it's really hard to be transparent. Even oh, if you want to be. I just appreciate that they're, they're trying. So. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I have a follow-up question for that, but first, we should hear from our mysterious sponsor, Acorns. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so most of the time when we have a sponsor on the podcast, we have an opportunity to use it, or better yet, we're given the thing for free just to figure out what the hell's going on with it. This one was unique in that we actually couldn't use it because it is an investment service. And there's apparently some legal shit about plugging services that make you money. Uh, so we can't use this, uh, but it sounds pretty cool. So the idea is that you connect your favorite credit or debit card to the app, and then every time you run that card, it rounds up your purchase to the nearest dollar and takes that remainder and invests it. Oh, um, wow. And it's diversified across thousands of stocks and bonds. Acorns takes your loose change and turns it into something valuable. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, a wow. lot of banks have done this too, yeah. where they'll like round up and put it in a savings account. This is invested. They didn't quite say specifically where or who's doing the investing, which is kind of interesting, uh, but <laughs> I, I suppose it has to be okay. Uh, I want to look into that actually. See if see if I can I can stretch my journalism muscles a bit. Find some dirt on Acorn or advertising. <laughs> I actually really want to try it. Too. Yeah, no, yeah. I want to try it too, but we can't. Okay, uh, yeah. I actually probably would have signed up for it, but yeah. we just got our 401ks one 401ks rolling. And man, it feels good to be an adult and maybe think I'm not going to starve the second I hit 65. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if you've, if you've been well, thinking about your future. retired by then, so. Yeah, You'll be no, dead in That's six not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Working on the internet, it's probably going to be you can't until I just yeah. fall asleep forever at my computer. Mar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be using one of those old style he, 2000s keyboards. He, so that he won't blinked be during anymore. an awesome games done quick and yeah. never oh. unblinked. He didn't eat. They were going too fast for his poor little heart. Uh, so yeah, if you're thinking about someday that you'll die watching Awesome Games Done Quick, you should look into <laughs> Acorns because pizza's not going to get delivered for free forever. Uh, so that's, uh, it's an app, so just search Acorn on any, uh, Acorns on any app provider, and you can join the more than one million investors who have already started using Acorns. You can call yourself an investor. Yeah, How's that? Investor at 22. That oh, I do really investments. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like such an easy <clears throat> way. No one cares about it. The right. penny needs to be phased out anyway. Yeah. yeah. Canada so, wow. doesn't have a penny Yeah, can we... Tell them to not sponsor us anymore. <laughs> oh, man, there's so many follow-up links. Oh yeah, so my, uh, we'll go with this one. Follow-up question. Yeah, follow-up question. So <laughs> the, the one thing it seems like you could point to YouTube at, at being at fault here, I guess there's a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of things, yeah. In this specific instance, so they didn't change our terms of service. Uh, according to their explanation, this is not a new policy, it's not a new practice. It's purely terms of communication. They didn't tell anyone that these notifications were coming, uh -huh. so when they hit, people assumed something had changed, as yeah. opposed to just hearing about something that was already going on. YouTube, uh, theoretically then, their biggest fault is not saying, yo, everybody heads up. This is how it's been, and this is what you're going to see uh -huh. a week from now. Yeah. Just get used to it now. Um, they didn't do that, they yeah. just changed it. But by, by what you're saying is it's almost futile with a system as complicated as YouTube's to try and communicate? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> this, uh, also, this is a new media thing, I think, too. You have an engineering side. You have mm -hmm. a programming side. You have these geniuses working to create technology that you've never seen before. Unfortunately, it's really <laughs> hard to communicate. Once you're in that headset, yeah. it's really hard to communicate. Silicon Valley like nails this on the head. Yeah. And, and I like to believe that it's, from my experience, all very, very true. But basically, you have these geniuses. The problem is, 
they can't really speak it. They can't hmm. speak it, right? So you have to get someone who isn't necessarily a genius to speak it for all the rest of the dumb people out there. I think George Carlin said, think of the, think of the most average intelligence person you know and realize that half the other people in this country are dumber than him. And uh, sort of why <laughs> Steve Jobs is so successful. Yeah. He was the bridge between that. He wasn't really, he got it. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, like microconductors and transistors and things. I could sell this. Yeah. And then he goes out there and goes, it's fast. And then Wozniak goes, yes, but the reason, and he's nope. like, shut the no, fuck no, up. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. it's fast. Got it, Steve. Yeah. Uh, a Steve Jobs, my heart. A Steve Jobs <laughs> is, my cancer, my cancer. Yeah. Jesus. Steve Jobs is really hard to come by. Yeah. But in certain situations, that's what you need. You need someone yeah. who knows how to speak both languages and translate. Uh, and and yeah. I don't think, I think that's a lot harder to come by in tech. The, the question I've been asking myself is, if they had been better at communicating it, would it still be a genera generational thing that people would still be outraged? No, they'd still be, yeah. they'd still be um, upset, absolutely. There's, I mean, been a, there's been a nice little gap of media where none of these rules applied. Because I guess there wasn't enough money or enough big interest it's, it's involved. Just, it's, I mean, it's the it's Napster syndrome. It's the same right, yeah. thing, where it's like, every, we used Napster for what, two years, maybe? Maybe two years of like free music. Whatever you wanted all the time. I was like, go on Napster, I was like, oh, I, I want gank. this now. And I downloaded an entire album. Super beast, when, you bet. When everybody, and when, when Lars Every Ulrich remix. dropped the hammer on it, everybody flipped their shit because they're like, I can't believe I can't get all the music for free now. Really? Yeah. I, I was sort of like, well, that was fast. Like, I, I well, was like, yeah, well, no, I mean, There was we, outrage, though. The, I remember there was outrage. There was, but there was plenty of outrage because I remember, I remember thinking the same thing, but I had a lot of friends that were like, Dude, what the fuck? Napster's down? This is bullshit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, we're stealing you the music that really fast the yeah, entire yeah. time. Like, well, it, I, it's I it's the it's the weird putting on the dad pants. The thing we we always talk about with YouTube, and it's like we don't own YouTube as much as mm -hmm. that communication as that's communicated to you. Of like, you the creators, it's yours. No, it's not. It's Google's. They own it. Yeah. And it's the it's the scary world. If you want to go out there and you want to build your business, fantastic. Diverse the diversify the fuck out of it. Because if you put all your eggs in the one basket and it's the YouTube basket, and it's the ever-changing ocean of video content, you're gonna be in a scary place. You don't wanna be beholden to that one master. Especially I, when they don't need you. Yeah. They don't, they don't they, need you. They, they definitely don't need don't us. Need, yeah, they don't, they need don't need PewDiePie, the biggest YouTuber on the planet. They don't need any of them. Well, the, well the, so the counter argument mm -hmm. is like, but we the people make the content. Yes, but for every one free thinker like yourself, that beautiful <laughs> snowflake Aww. in the ocean of Ne'er do well. There's where the there, comments come from. Well, no, I'm just saying there's 35 people. This is the problem. You're not wrong. Well, this is the problem with the video game industry. It's the problem with the uh, <laughs> it's the problem with the CGI animation industry. Yeah. All these things where there was someone will stand up and go, "We need a union. We need to do this better." And go, "That's great. There's 35 kids behind you who will take your position and take less money." And like, yeah, hey, you're not going to open those a, legs. Somebody else is going to open them, Elise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Someone's gonna open your leg. <laughs> oh, um. There's also, also on top of that, <laughs> forget about America. There's goddamn India, man. Oh yeah, no. There's yeah. India. Yeah. There's China. Oh. You think when the actor that was hired to portray Slipknot knew that he was gonna die, that, like a third in oh. Suicide Squad, they told, they said to him, "Don't worry, there's somebody lining up behind yeah. you." Uh, I'm sure <laughs> they did. You want this? You want the 35 bucks or not? <laughs> Yes, I will try to climb. He's like, Those craft services aren't for you, Adam Beach. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I've said this a hundred times in front of you He's guys. He's running. Get him. But I haven't, I haven't said it on the podcast, which is we used to, so we'll, we'll get age gated like once a month now 
of, you know, whether or not it's a demo disc or like some other game that Lawrence wants to play. It's usually a demo disc, which uh, is also our most popular show. And, and we would get age gated, and what happens is that that demonetizes the video, and that happens once a month. Uh, all of a sudden, it'll, it'll, there's a little thing that pops up next to our video that says, like, age gated, 18 plus. It's like that. Yeah. And then, and it's funny, YouTube doesn't tell you that that means they take away ads. I remember Adam saying, you know, that means they take away ads. I was like, holy shit, they do. Yeah. And they, that, they're yeah. gone, those ads are gone. This is like a badge of honor, like, we did it. We yeah, got I thought it was just gated. Christian guilt. So, so what I did was I finally <laughs> talked to our YouTube rep, John. Uh, this was like a month ago. And I remember with the last video got age gated, but it was like for this relatively minor thing, I thought. And I called him and we, we talked dick. about it. And, dick. and, and uh, I was like, I was like, why did this get age gated? Like, I appealed it. Like, and he, he told me what, it, he kind of told me what he thought it was. And I was like, is there any way, this is long before this happened, I was like, is there any way that they can tell us what we need to avoid? Maybe, maybe be more specific, kind of like give us a bulleted list of things. And, and he's like, he's like, yeah, we're kind of working on that, but we're not supposed to like have you in contact with those guys. Um, there's, you know, supposed to, I'm sort of the intermediary, this is John speaking. And, and I was like, all right, well, you know, like the more specific you can tell us uh, what we should avoid, the better. Um, and then this came out. And I was like, hey, that's great. Like, I was really excited. I was like, oh man, thanks for telling me. Like, I was like, now, we, now I kind of know what to avoid. Like, I, ideally we'll try and make sure that our dem demo discs aren't age gated every week uh, because we know that they gave us a bulleted list. And I was thinking in my head, like, you know, like happy Bruce, like, oh, that's good. And then, Millions of people were like, fuck you too, I just bullshit. And I was like, this is the kind of stuff that's been happening the whole time. Like, we already all knew this stuff. So I, I thought it was funny that I was, I was asking this question, got an answer, uh, made me happy, yeah. and then millions of other people unhappy. The thing is, like, again, it's the onion thing. So it's like you can say graphic imagery. And right. graphic imagery could mean that a guy can hold a balloon, like have a balloon-like looking dick inflate with air in a cartoony fashion, but if it has veins on it, right. then no go. But that's like, that's like, when you are dealing with all those infinite possibilities of dicks, yeah. And then when how could you program that? Two <laughs> rocks next to each how other. How could you explain that? Uh, well, balls? When people got super specific, like in the case of standards and practices on television, you would have people mocking how specific it was. Yep. Oh, Namely, yeah. that certain specific things were oh, not yeah. allowed, but other things were. That, like, yeah. that, that, the, the, the Howard Stern thing, when they're reading oh, yeah. off all the words you can't say, and it's a guy saying it with a straight face, like, it's pretty funny. What, yeah. uh, what YouTube and Google have always done is explain the spirit of their rules, but never the, the like word of their rules. Yeah. So uh, when it, one of the things in there is like controversial yeah. topics, right? And you're like, that's yeah. a lot. Okay. It could be anything. Yeah. One yeah. person's one controversy thing today. isn't yeah. Yeah, another person's. It just seems I to me. I think war is bad. Boo. Like, no, no yeah. money for you. So as Did Harumbe do it? <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh, it Demonetized. <laughs> Demonetized. Well, go ahead. Uh, well, since, since, since they don't explicitly list every possible thing. It's just the ghost. Yeah, the ghost of the, ghost <laughs> of the production room. Uh, usually just riding around in the AC vents. Uh, <laughs> you're just kind of left to interpret the spirit based on how it's enforced, because the rules are so broad, they can basically demonetize anything they want, whenever they want. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, they're right, as platform holder. Uh, so it seems like, based on the videos that have been demonetized and not appealed properly, the thing that I interpret YouTube is trying to discourage is YouTube talking about YouTube in a negative way. Um, which sadly does very well. And if it didn't do very well, that probably would not have been an issue or enforced in the first place. I think what they want to discourage is the sort of insular talking and fighting that happens in every culture once it gets to a certain size. Mm. 
Um, and it was happening, and it was a big deal. That was the whole... And popular YouTubers were speaking out against say the yeah. PewDiePie uh, Markiplier thing mm -hmm. we reported on. So I wonder if this was a reaction to that. Where it's like, all right, two of our two of the biggest creators on YouTube are complaining about our platform. What if we're more transparent about stopping those types of videos? Well, yeah. I think it's more... I, I, maybe, maybe not. I mean, Bruce is t kind of saying, like, you know, we factor in that once a month, maybe twice a month there's going to be a video that gets age-gated. No matter what we try to do, just based off the nature of our content, and I think that we factor it into our business strategy, yeah. right? Yeah. We operate trying to, as a business, trying to sustain this, keep it afloat. So we operate as our business strategy. If your business is built off the back of controversy, and then you're gonna be in big trouble. But if, if, it, if just putting the word out there means so much to you, then you should start a Patreon yeah. And then you should just do your thing on YouTube. Like if you're, if it's a just cause for you, right? If you're trying to draw attention, then and people want that kind of attention, they think that the way you present it is really good. Then the my suggestion would be to start a Patreon or something, and then just put the just be like, I'm turning off all the ads, so it's not even a question of it. I want to make sure you guys have this information. And the only way I can do it is if, if is if I have a roof over my head and I need to pay for my life, and then you guys can help me put out this stuff. YouTube isn't gonna, I mean, hopefully at this point in time, YouTube isn't going to say, well, no, and then turn off your videos. You're still gonna be able to use them as a distribution platform for the information you have and the things you wanna say, but you have to figure out your adult business plan of how you're gonna manage that without YouTube monetization, you know? Absolutely, that's a really valid point, and I, I, maybe you can, you might know a little more about this than, than me, but I remember hearing a while back, and it was like five, six years ago, uh, with the UFC about how basically fighters were complaining about how much they were getting paid because like there's you know obviously months and months and months of training and like really grueling and then they get into a fight and they get paid twenty thousand dollars to get the shit beat out of them mm. um, and they're obviously making millions and millions of dollars on those pay-per-views and so I heard a lot of fighters uh, namely the kind of like the middle tiers complaining being being like well we're not making enough money to get, you know, get, get the shit beat out of us. We need to f form a union. We need to form a union, we, or we can all go somewhere else, like go to what is it, like Pride or whatever else. And uh, and Dana White would always be like, yeah, all right, go ahead. And all the top fighters, like George St. Pierre and everybody, was like, we're just happy to be here. Uh, we, <laughs> we you know, we get paid a million dollars a fight. Uh, <laughs> she does a good George St. Pierre. Oh, you do? So you oh, we are just happy to be here. We get paid million dollars to fight. Oh, yeah, that is a good <laughs> George St. Pierre. He's such a nice guy. Um, Sorry. But Sorry. Uh, no, no, that, that was absolutely right. Um, and it was one of those things where, like, if if one of those guys left and was, like, championing the, if, let's say PewDiePie decided to go to Vimeo. If he was like, all right, I'm going to Vimeo, uh, who's coming with me? <laughs> he, could get, he could get a lot of people to go with him. Yeah. And, Right now, YouTube is, I'm, I'm probably relatively concerned on making those top creators happy. Like you said, PewDiePie and Markiplier. Well, I mean, on top of that, even their networks are trying to make them happy because PewDiePie got to start his own MCN within yeah. an MCN. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if, if Maker's sweating balls like that, then I'm sure YouTube's like, okay, we can't lose this guy. So, mine's off topic. Okay. I, oh. I, I was gonna say, the thing that really sucks Obviously, we know the ETC guys, um, and those guys are really cool. I think the thing that really sucks is this. I was kind of following their situation is where you are, where they basically the machine, whatever it is, the AI construct says your video is not okay, right? Demonetizes it. 
It gets 250,000 views, half a million views, all kinds of stuff like that. Finally, a human gets involved, and then they go, sorry, not right. That wasn't, that, like, we were wrong. The machine, the machine was inaccurate towards your specific case. And then we're going to turn back on that monetization, and then it gets 5,000 views yeah. because that's yeah. your kind of programming is designed to hit topically. You know, that sucks because that's all like the machine basically malfunctioned for the time that it took you to make the money. Right, and that's that's this is like when people claim your video. Well, and that then, they fixed though, right? They yeah. did fix that. But you, can't fix that. you can't fix that. You can't yeah. fix not you can't running ads. Fix at all. it if it doesn't run ads yep. on it. So. There are a couple of fixes, theoretic. Um, one is it depends on the machine works, because it seems like demonetization happens in older content. So if theoretically the, the peak of viewing has come and gone for that piece of media, you're just losing it on legacy money, which is tens of dollars, yeah. depending. Okay. Definitely depending. But So one is it doesn't seem like it'd be that bad. If you get demonetized in the first week, terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Totally agreed. Uh, the other one is that, um, shit, I had another follow-up point, and I just lost it. Well, anyway. Well, I, um, I, I'm not, I can jump in on the age gating part of it. That's usually what happens. When you get age gated, it's usually the first day. Yeah. So, like, if we put a video up, demo disc of 300,000 views in a day and a half. Oh, shit, I remember what the other one was. And, oh, yeah. No, you, well, you can you can pick it up. But, I mean, yeah. like, the age gating happens right away. We yeah. lose all that money. And then yeah. you get, you know, maybe 100 bucks. I, I, for us, though, too, we're in a, a different situation where, A, we're not 100% reliant on YouTube. We have things to fall back on. We have merch. We have all these other business options. We have a website. We have uh, podcasts on iTunes. The podcast makes money outside of YouTube, so it's like we're we're good. Demo disc when it gets educated, I usually go, "Damn it, that sucks," because it hurts. Because I know it's it's, it's going to suck. But at the same time, <clears throat> it's appeasing the audience we already have, and it's ideally bringing new people in. Mm -hmm. And that is what I've always seen YouTube as, which is it's not a place to build your it's not a place to it's a place to build your business, but it's not the only place. And it should be a billboard, and it should be advertising for yourself of hey, here's a big idea of what we do. Are you really interested in this? Well, we have an hour-long version of our D&D show over here, and then that way you get the more, you just, you're spreading out your fans, and you're trying to get them to watch as much of your content as possible and support you in different ways without asking directly for something like a Patreon or something like in that. In our business, they call it top of funnel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. YouTube is the top of the funnel, and then basically you just go down, you drill down into, like you said, roosterteeth.com, and like, Sponsorship and like even other content is all kind of down at the bottom of the funnel. Yeah. But the top funnel is YouTube. You watch all sorts of stuff my, for free. My wish is that like the first sponsorship would also be like a red sponsorship or something like that. Like if we could do that one day in the future, like that would be the best, coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, Packaging. You, yeah. So you're talking great. about networks that carry many channels that you have to subscribe to. Huh. I'm weird. I'm not so interested <laughs> in, in all this more. like controversy from the the standpoint of like what it's what it's going to do to creators. I don't I don't think it's going to change much of anything. I love looking at this stuff in like the big picture of this is the still the new frontier. Like we think we think of YouTube as this thing that's been it's been around forever. No, it's still so new mm -hmm. in regards to the medium of entertainment as we know it in like the digital industrial revolution age. And when you think of in contrast to television and radio when you couldn't show or say something 50 years ago, like Lucy and, and and Desi were separate sleeping beds. in separate yeah. beds. Yeah. But now what's on TV, it's like, now we're sort of experiencing kind of the flip side of that, hmm. where it's like reeling in, because YouTube was, it was a platform where anything went, yep. yeah. anything. Like, God, there's a guy fucking horse over there, anything, <laughs> anything. Um, but it's, it, that to me is the most interesting part, to think of it in the, the realm of, of like 
20th, 21st century media and it's also it's and it's it's going and it's going faster and faster than like I mean that's just the internet in general, but it's going through the same growing pains. (laughs) It's weird because it's 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 an example of money running the world. You know, like not just the world, not just laws, but like morality in a lot of cases. Social mores change. Yeah, but it's 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 the same as like the Catholic Church, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago being super wealthy and then being like dictating maybe we should like make it so that way you know women can't do this or men can't do or people should donate or people shouldn't donate like good and bad things like obviously yeah but still it's like they had the most sway they had the most power they had probably the most money and so they were able to just kind of it's like king henry dismantling the monasterial system because he wanted to get divorced yeah yeah. he was like i'm gonna dismantle this yeah Yeah, he was like i want beautiful i want a new wife what was your second point uh, it was one that you had already made, direct revenue. So, oh, okay. But I, I think I think this this doesn't affect a lot of people. I can understand why it's extremely worrisome for people who don't have the option of diversifying. If you're just a solo creator and you're trying to make it, mm-hmm. or you want that to be your job, you can't just say, we'll be on another platform. Uh, I mean, you can upload to Vimeo, sure, but or <clears throat> or give your shit away for free to Facebook. Like, there's there's a lot of competitors. We, we have the fortune of working for a company that invented their own. Yeah. So yeah, we have a home, yeah. but not everybody has that luxury. And yeah. to a degree, that means you're under somebody's thumb, and that sucks, but, well, you know, welcome to life, to a degree. You're always going to have a boss, well, and I mean, that boss is always going to change also, There's also, there's fucking Vine stars out there, which always makes me want to hang myself, but <laughs> it's like... I'm sure they have grapes that, on their that, particular that, platform. Sure, but that, that's like, that's something I don't feel like I could break into if I wanted to. It's not my cup of tea. Like, I, I can't make a well, five-second video entertaining. If if hmm. you wanted to, though, you, should, you would probably, I'm assuming you would sit down and you'd be like, Okay, what are people doing? How's it being monetized? What's the best strategy for me to start doing that? As opposed to just making a, like, hey guys, Adam here, and then I, and the, like the video's over, <laughs> and you're like, no one's looping this. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not making any money. Like, sure. you, I think a big thing is people don't like to be reminded that this is a business, you know? I guess that's true. Like, it, it's, and that's not their fault in a lot of cases. It's sold as a hobby or a passion or anything like this. Yeah. It's. Man, marketing, this is the moral of our, this season of podcasts. <laughs> marketing is really confusing, can be really scary, and very manipulative. Um, but it's sold as a, hey, you just love to hula hoop. Just make hula hoop videos, hula hoop girl, like stuff like that. But it is, it is hula hoop girl should be like, this is my business plan. Here's, I'm going to hula hoop three times a week, and I'm going to make videos, and I need several angles. I can start with a webcam, but if I can hit this kind of monetization platform, then I can buy a better camera and so on and so forth. Yeah, 360 camera, thinking about how VR factors in. Collaborate with other hula hoopers. Exactly. Why are we doing this? Go to HulaCon. Also to YouTube's credit though, like Hula Hoop Girl, that's, you're right. YouTube's like, oh, we should do Hula Hoop Girl. Oh, you want to go out and ride a bicycle? Ride a bicycle. That's what YouTube markets. Yeah. They don't say, oh, well, Hula Hoop Girl wants to get fucked in the ass on YouTube. Goodness. Like, all right, well, now I'm going to start making videos yeah. about getting fucked in the ass. Like, YouTube doesn't say, <laughs> go, go Hula Hoop Girl, go get fucked in the ass so you can make money on it. Yeah. yeah. They don't say that. They, they say, like, do wholesome fun things. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, Cause, because cause they're like, we could do an ad deal with right. Skechers, and well, then you wear Skechers while you Hula Hoop or That's whatever. what made me so disquieted at VidCon, is it was kind of that whole, like, we're just hating it. We're just together. We're just sharing our passion. And I'm Have like, no, nerds. this is all fucking money. And all and a lot of these people are really rich, yeah. and they're not one of you. As much as <laughs> they try to make it seem like that, they're gonna go 
back to their fucking hotel with their expensive cell phone, probably do some kind of drug and just stare lazy at the wall because he's 16 <laughs> and doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know. There's just so many like just dopey Vine stars walking around with managers who are. I won't say you're including us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, group, yeah. yeah. It's just like, can I go back to the hotel? I'm like, you, you rich motherfucker. You have no idea. But that's fine. That's fine. But it's just like the the whole the whole vibe of the show being like, hey, we're just having fun and yeah. taking gift pictures and like, no, it was fun. No, going, they're going. selling your children's well, stuff. Please. We have the privilege of being inside of that though yes, and watching right, yeah. it. Like, not everyone has that. It sucks because people get angry at us, but we're trying to offer a certain amount of insight into the harsh, yeah. dark realities of these warm, man. fuzzy things. Like somebody, someone's like clicking their tongue at you for saying a bad yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, we get, we've had a le- at least it's been through like six surgeries. But yeah. so somebody got mad at me for like taking the Lord's name in vain, and then I'm like, half of the people in this room would gladly molest your daughter over Minecraft, and you, <laughs> you think they're family friendly. That's oh, yeah. the greatest joke of all. So I think Lawrence <laughs> is on the very far extreme. Sorry, yeah. well, Lawrence is trying to say of that side. Um, but I mean, but you know what I think we're getting at is it's, it's all driven by money, and it's yeah, one of those things. Yeah. When, I, when I was ten years old, and I was watching like sweet cartoons for like Transformers toys, and like I was like, holy shit, like this is the coolest thing in the world! I want all those yeah, toys. Right. You didn't realize then that they were just making the show to sell toys. Yeah, like oh, yeah. that was that's all they were doing. And so when you when you hit sixteen, and the world becomes you know this this much larger, sadder place, and you're like, oh shit, like. Mm. Man, I was so naive and ignorant. barely legal. I, yeah. I, was, well, I was thinking about like Power Rangers and stuff. Oh, man. And um, yeah. as I do. Um, <laughs> but exactly what you're saying, the, I, rem, I don't remember a gap in time when the television show, for, I saw the first episode when it aired, when the television show aired and when there were toys available in stores. Oh, yeah. That's no. like a conscious yep. wave. Yeah. They're like, here is media. And kids are going to want to buy it, so make sure it's on the shelves by the time the first episode airs, so that way they can go spend that money. Absolutely. Like, it, was a, it wasn't like they were like, we want to give people the joy of the Sentai series. No, of course not. And then we'll see. Yeah. We'll even, like, it's not even like we'll test it out and we'll see if people are into it. And then if they are, we'll get them toys. Nope. Those sh- it was shelves and shelves yeah. of stuff like that. Pokemon was like a master class in that. Pokemon's rollout in America. It's some of the most impeccable deployment of an IP I've ever seen. Well, I love it too when their catchphrase is, gotta catch them all. You gotta, you need them. You need them. (laughs) Piece of shit, you don't have them all. Here's the number. There's more. It's still paying dividends, man. They release a kind of, kind of bare bones mobile game with a cute hook. And it takes over the entire nation for a little bit. But I mean, the funny thing too is when you look at it, it's like, you want this. You know, piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like you complain about it, but you want it. What are you saying? So that bad. Just that's why the dissolution of Disney Infinity was super surprising to me. Because ah. I remember us when that was was announced, we were like, "Good Lord, Disney's just going to be like, they're they're going to have a, a money printing, money yeah. printing press yeah. like yeah. behind their office." They dissolved that. Oh yeah, yeah Disney Infinity. They closed it. Yeah. Why yeah. did they do was, that? Apparently, it wasn't, wasn't printing money. money. They wanted. <laughs> they yeah. wasn't printing they the right bills. Disney Disney has. Crazy high expectations oh, for yeah. all yeah. everything they do in terms of making That's money, and even if it can be in the black by a significant degree, but if it's not enough, Disney will kill it. Yeah. and that's kind of what happened to Infinity. I was just shocked because I thought, oh my I god, for sure too. Brilliant. Star like, Wars, Marvel, everything. Well, and the they, same with the Nintendo Amiibos. I was like, Ugh. well, Nintendo's still killing it, but yeah. uh, I th- what I w- what I would guess is Infinity was out long enough for Disney to make projections. So they did their waves, they, they gave them Star Wars, they gave them Marvel, they gave them all the IPs, they saw the results from that. And then once, once they had it up there and it's like, we've given you our best IPs, we've done a number of huge launches, and we see that graph going down. And it's going to keep going down. So 
We'll just kill it now. Yeah. And move those people somewhere else or... They don't the Tron Infinity. From us. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> the Tron Infinity, Lawrence. Uh, did it ever occur to you to buy any of those figures? No. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Toys to Life. They uh, yeah. they recently shut down Avengers Alliance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but uh, Elise said it with a big grin. She like, they shut down <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> Maybe Marvel Pathograph is dead. So, so, I can get my husband back. Yeah. By no means am I an advocate of people losing their jobs. No, well, I, no, no, no. Um, oh, but yeah. I got, I woke up that morning, I saw that post, and I went, <laughs> Hang on. He just used it to used it as a tool of hate like, against me. Not just him, and I was like, "Are you awake? <laughs> Are you awake?" <laughs> you, you woke him up to tell him. Yeah. Um, Cyberbullying. Okay, and then Lawrence burst daughters. that bubble. Yeah, but then Lawrence explained that there's they're on a different business. Yeah. Yeah, platform different units. Yeah. So I think we're okay. well, as long as Adam keeps giving him money. I'm I got to sure hit day two thousand. Oh man, that was give, great. Give that that was so great. We were we were sitting in a lobby at. There's a big Marvel oh, Puzzle Jesus. Quest event happening during PAX. It's Civil happened. War again. Your, your Civil no, War again. buried in those phones. And we were like, oh my god, we have so many applications. But in between obligations, we have to charge our phone and get attack, uh, attack uh, Captain America. Yeah. But there was, was a point hard. where we were sitting in the lobby waiting for everyone else to come down. Adam and I down, were playing, and I got a notification that I got some fake money points in the game. I was like, oh, someone must have spent $50 on the game because that's the only way I could have gotten these fake money points. And look at Adam, and he's going. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love Adam, Adam face is my favorite It's that face. It's that face. It's my face. It's that face. I love it. It's so great. All right, before you continue advertising a mobile game that's not giving us money, oh, <laughs> let's advertise a service that is. Uh, you know what's more important than playing mobile games? Not shitting your pants. Oh, that's true. Uh, that's I think he's got a point. That's a good point. Is <laughs> <And> acorn? <laughs> <laughs> it's a form of acorn. Uh, kind of like spending a lot of money on ridiculous gym equipment. One way you can do that is by wearing wearing good underwear. Think about it. That's you what got, I'm wearing. If you got a, if you got a turd on deck, you're not going to let it go. If you're wearing good underwear, <laughs> you're going to pinch it up. That's true. So look to Mack Weldon to solve all of your pants soiling problems. Uh, they make they make space age underwear, and I mean that. It's really stretchy, it's nice, it snaps where it needs to snap. Mm. It's antimicrobial, which I enjoy. Uh, and, that, and that way they recommend so it for people that work out a lot or Doesn't that shirts. mean you can poop into it? Maybe. So here's the thing. <laughs> Maybe. Mm, boy, that's actually, yeah. you give me an idea for an experiment. The Mac Weldon challenge. Yeah. <laughs> what, Shit yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I was on a, a brand call from people with Mac Weldon, they were kind of explaining it. They said that, that if, you know, if, as long as you wash it, it won't stink. You will, but it won't. Uh -huh. So. Maybe. Maybe you could drop a load in some Mack Weldon's, throw them through the dish, throw them through the dishwasher. They have okay. more than underwear too. <laughs> you don't want to get it all around in the clothes washer. Living? They have socks because I'm wearing. Are they some. reversible? Uh, if you want them to be, I sure. think they are. Because they're like, no, I don't think so. Sometimes I see them in the laundry. That's the thing. It's supposed to be the, the tag. The, little the tag goes on the outer, the, the little, little wang hole. Mine has a button on the front of it because yeah. I wear the boxers. Oh, you have the button on. So that there's, I know where the front is. Oh yeah, the other ones, no, I don't think so. At any rate, uh, it's fantastic underwear and outerwear. Um, you'll, I think you'll really like it, and they have a pretty great return policy. Uh, they want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. And you can get that pair at a discount by going to uh, MacWeldon.com and using our promo code SOUP, S-O-U-P, to 20% off your entire order. So I'm not telling you to go buy underwear and then shit in it, but if you were to do that and then let me know what happened, I would be grateful. So thank you, Mac Weldon, for sponsoring us. Put that on the box. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I packed all of mine for packs. Mm -hmm. and Me too. Like, yeah. And uh, I was sad today when I had to wear some of my other oh. underwear. Oh. I did too. Oh. And it's, like, oh. it's all stretched out and dumb. <sighs> yeah, I'm just like, Dick and balls flapping yeah. around. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not feeling it today, guys. I'm sorry. Well, let me help you out. If I had money, 
I'd buy some more Mac Weldon, but it all. <laughs> well, you can't because YouTube's <laughs> taking it from you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, YouTube's uh, no. taking it from you. It's, it's, a, mobile guy. it's a mobile guy. <laughs> so you, know what, you know what people like on the internet? They like segments. Uh, you were talking about how the legacy of TV programming is a, is a pox upon internet programming. Well, I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like G4. We're going to do it. We're going to make it work. Oh, so, man. G4 uh, made it work. Yeah. yeah. G4 is just Bring so back G4. Why? It's still there. That's not the segment. This isn't our reminisce over G4 segment. That's. That's, That's later. Okay. This is DuTube Theater, where I read something from the internet. Oh, so, yeah, okay. uh, Reddit user Gnome Folder um, submitted this on a particular thread. I posted a thread to our subreddit asking submissions for Funhouse Rule 34, and Gnome Folder didn't have any, couldn't draw, but decided to exercise his or her talents in another way. Okay. Oh, so, uh, with that in mind, oh, um, please let me whisk you away to a place of fantasy and romance. <laughs> <clears throat> It's seven in the evening and Bruce is walking down the sidewalk, pockets bulging with loose change. <laughs> it's too early. It's too early. To <laughs> Already talking about bulge, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He stops halfway down the block and reaches into his pocket, pulling out one coin. He winds back and lobs it at a window. Adam! He whispers, oh, whisper shouts. Adam! He whispers, shouts. <laughs> he throws another coin. Adam! Another coin. Adam! Another. He shouts again and winds back, but stops as the window opens. Adam pokes his awesome head, and hair, head of hair out the window. Bruce, what are you doing here? I got kicked out of Chuck E. Cheese again. Can you come down here? I need you. Adam hesitates. He, know he, sh he knows he should say no, but every fiber of his being is screaming, yes. <laughs> Adam replies, you can come up, actually. The wife's out. Uh, the was, door there, was there a wife's dot, 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 out? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The door buzzes my brain works. <laughs> and Bruce lets himself in and heads upstairs, loosing a few golden Chuck E. Cheese coins in the process. <laughs> I don't know where that's going. I don't know. Uh, he stops before Adam's door, checks his breath, smells his armpits, and knocks twice. A moment later, the door creaks open, and Adam stands there, eyeing him closely. What can I do for you, Bruce? I, I need someone. Someone to talk to, and you've always listened to me. That's true. Come in. Adam leads into his apartment. It's warm, manly, musky. Wife's out. Can I get you a vodka? I probably shouldn't, Bruce answers. Adam begins pouring himself a glass. One drink can't hurt, can it? <laughs> No, I guess not. A moment later, Adam returns, two vodkas in hand. You said your wife isn't here, Bruce asks? No, Adam says, she caught me watching hentai again. And she said this was the final straw. She'll be back in a week, she always is. She'll be back in Adam. a week? Yeah, that's a long <laughs> time. She, she has to find herself every day. Adam, Bruce lays a hand on his shoulder. You know, I never thought she understood you, at least not the way I do. His hand naturally loads itself to Adam's fucking ripped pecs. Wait, is they fucking ripped on this? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He leans in, speaking intimately. I always thought we had a connection that was special. Bruce. The word escapes from Adam's lips before he can catch it. He stops himself. <laughs> you can't keep doing this. It can never work. Maybe. Maybe it won't work out. Maybe it will. You can't know that. But what I do know right now is that I need you and that you need me. Mm. So. Wait, is That's that it? it? That's it? Where it ends? That's it for this week. Yeah. Oh, oh erection. Jeez. I gotta tease it out. That's the whole point of segments, right? Yeah. I, was, I thought for yeah. sure it was gonna get really super dirty and oh, it's gonna. messy. You gotta wait though. Oh, I hope Jess walks oh, in. Cucked, cucked. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jess is gonna walk in. Yeah. We're still, we're still doing cut humor. Well, that was, that was before yeah. the stage show, so people don't know that we're on a cut kick. I, uh, yeah. So Pax is too long. <laughs> Pax is way too long. there all four days. Was there all four days. Yeah, man, I got a this day is, off. So great. On the day you guys left, yeah. James and Elise, because like we. Lawrence left then. Lawrence left too, but. You guys, I think, left the. You were gone first, 
but you, I don't think you said anything. They're on the same flight. Me. What? We were on the same flight. I don't think I saw you at the booth, but you guys like said bye. Oh, oh and I, I was like, oh, okay, cool, and they're gone. I said bye. I said and then I, I don't think I saw you, but either I'm, either way, I'm just saying. Okay, they left, and then Bruce and Bethany went and got dinner, so it was kind of on my own. And then, like, who knows where Pete goes? Yeah. <laughs> um, humanitarian. Well, I, I went and got I went and got dinner with uh, Gerritsen, like the Razor guys. Oh, nice. But it, like, I had this immediate feeling of homesick. Like I haven't heard, I think it's, I found this out that, yeah, James and Elise are kind of like my parents when I'm like, I'm out and I'm like, oh, we all hang out, it's like a family, they were gone, I'm like, part of my home is gone now. Aww. It was very sad. We, what you we Adam is kind of like a big kid. Yeah. Well, you should know, you should I'm always know, a third wheel with couples. You couple. should know that we adopted our new son, Lawrence. Yes. Oh, we yeah, went yeah. to the airport together <laughs> and then we ate at Chili's too. You Chili's did? Too. Yeah, we did. We oh, were oh. It was bizarrely a, a positive experience. We were like, we were like, <laughs> it's funny. It's basically so like excited. bro job, you know, the bro job <laughs> thing. <laughs> like everything on the internet where it's like, <laughs> I bet you can't suck my dick. <laughs> I bet I won't. <laughs> and then he does it. That's what we did with Chili's too. We like got to the airport and like, man, I'm hungry. Man, me too. Wouldn't it be funny, like hilarious? Basically, we James was the only one who thought it'd be hilarious. Who would do that? <laughs> no. But then it ended up being hilarious. They sold it to me like, think of all the great social media. Didn't take one single no. fucking picture or make I was, one yeah. post. I was worried that you were gonna eat a lot of cheese and kill yourself. Oh my god, I got deep fried cheese did. curds. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. farting on that plane. The nice. whole who? thank God planes are so loud. Did you get so the loud. crispy honey chicken crispers? <laughs> I saw that. I saw that picture. Did you get the double crispy crispers? They looked like the chicken. They looked like tree bark. They looked like sea cucumbers. Yeah. Do they do bloomin' onions? What are they called? Chili says, oh no, that's Outback. That's Outback Steakhouse. Well, they, they do something else that's very similor to the Blue Moon. <laughs> what do you got, we fry it? This is, this is a Chili's too, so it was a slightly truncated mm. menu. Uh, but it was actually yeah. pretty good. No specials? Uh, no specials, no, I don't, that's it's my all knowledge. special. Got, I had two strawberry lemonades. She had, she had fried cheese oh. uh, and, a, and, and a hamburger. Did you get the old timer? I did get the, I did get the old timer, Bruce. Yeah, I, my, dad, my dad loves Chili's. And he used to take, like, we'd go to Chili's once a week oh, for like seven years. Oh, it's that oh, kind man. of thing. Yeah, so, so like, dads it, love going to a restaurant. My dad loves Chili's. Well, so we I, I don't have any problem with Chili's. I think we were trying to figure out the hierarchy of oh, like yeah. those types of restaurants. Right. And I was explained, because Elise doesn't know, she didn't have a Chili's growing up or anything like that. And, and it's basically like, you know, Southwest, like but. It's kind of like the, describing the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was like, where does like Sizzler fall? Where does Cheesecake Factory yeah. fall? Yeah. Where do all these Cheesecake like, Factory's upper the echelon? It's the nicer and of the giant calories. Chili's is in like the Applebee's yes. sort of yeah. like. It's not microwaved, but it is. Um, like I remember, we went to Chevy's with Chili's Bruce. Bruce is like, I love Chevy's. I love Chevy's. And I remember the like. 1.5 seconds, I think, ended by the time we ended our order. Like, here's your food. And we're like, you got flatas. How'd you get those? Like, they're done. Like, yeah, I think the fastest I the food ever come out is safely one or two steps above Applebee's. But yeah, I agree. We were explaining. I was explaining yeah. to Elise that Cheesecake Factory is like, if you were asking someone out on a date and you said you want to go to Cheesecake Factory. It's probably not a great indicator of your relationship, but I don't yeah. think the person would recoil. No, baby, they got avocado wontons. They, yeah. they have everything. Oh, no, they sorry, have everything. Yeah. Cheesecake Factory is the largest menu in the world, including ads in their menu. Which they have ads in their menu. Oh, that's, yeah. so, that's a that's a comfortable thing. I remember going to like local Mexican restaurants that would have ads for house painting, and it was just some dude like, yeah, uh, 
I miss that stuff. Tell you what, are you still bulking? Friends of the family. Yeah. You go to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, get chicken pot pie. I'm, you get 2,000 calories in one meal. Her, her it's cheese, awesome. Her fried cheese was 1,200 calories. Yeah. Right, exactly. It was an appetizer. I could well, have eaten too. I was so freaking good. out a little bit because uh, the weed I, had, I had chugged the remainder of my Washington State before we oh, yeah. got to the oh. airport. His, his, he bought oh, uh, that's right. he went, a he bottle went, got, of yeah, liquefied right. uh, THC. And I remember looking at the menu and I was like squinting at it. And it's got four numbers, only one of which is the calories, but I think I was looking at sodium. Yeah. So I was like, how do they make a chicken salad 2,400 calories? <laughs> and I was like, well shit, I'm just not gonna eat anything here. And then James luckily uh, had, had fixed my the, temporary the, panic yeah, by key. actually explaining the there, uh, there was one point where Lauren started giggling and he wasn't stopping. And oh, I was like, no. oh my God. And I was like, I just need to say something to get him to stop giggling because nah, I'm feeling really funny. uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, man. It was pretty obvious that Lawrence was like yeah. losing control. But he was delightful. We just played Overwatch at the Razor Did you really? We kept uh, going did back. I tell you my honest nice. story? <laughs> No. I tell you that oh one. man, this is the best story. I, we so, had a couple good Overwatch moments, so we go well, there. Just let, the let, two let, of let you? Let me tell the first round story, sure, go and then you can go to the second round. So the yeah. first round, the first round, basically, like Adam and I, we sat next to each other in a, a, a team of six, four people being unknown. And so Adam and I was like, I was like, well, I want to play with Adam, so I'll be Mercy. And the way the Razor booth is, it's six v six of people mm -hmm. there playing on laptops and all their gear. Totally yeah. cool. It's, it's just a LAN game. So, so I guys. was like, I'll be Mercy, and Adam was Roadhog, and uh, I love being Mercy, and I was like, I'll oh, damage boost you, it'll be great. So we rip through the other team, destroy them. I mean, like it's a lot of people's first time playing a video yeah, game yeah, convention, which is strange. Where it, it's like it was really it's weird. Been out for months, and we just destroyed them. So like I was like, this is the most fun I've probably ever had playing Overwatch. <laughs> and I looked over at the other kids, and they're just like they're yeah. like this. And I was like, yes, that's exactly. <laughs> I want them to feel that way. <laughs> and so then the second round happened. So the second round we're playing, and um, this kid sits next to us and he goes, and he was like. What are you guys gonna do? And like this is this is like sort of his like hunched over like this is the first time he's seen the world. God. And I'm like, uh, we're down for anything, man. Like, what what do you do? He goes, I like Anna. <laughs> and I go, cool, man. Let's do it. All right, he goes, she's a sniper. I'm like, all right, put the headphones on. Let's fucking play the game. Because <laughs> so we're playing, and um, I went fair, and I keep getting cooked by Roadhog, and I'm like, oh, God. Fair? Like, and then I look over the kid, and he's Anna, and he's just like sniping like he's playing CS:GO, and I look, and I'm like. His his uh, tranquilizer, sleep dart, and the other thing is like, so it's got the abilities. Go, you gonna use those? Like you gonna you gonna hit those abilities? Goes, I'm not used to this mouse. And I was <laughs> like, I, I just wanted to look straight into his eyes and just do this. <laughs> just shut the laptop on him. And he walked away, and I was sort of like, thanks. <laughs> oh man. Nothing. So he plays uh, Anna, but he's not used to the mouse, which prevents him from hitting E. The cooldowns. And shift. Oh, right. Yeah, right. it, it was it was an amazing experience because being really mean to that. A, and then even better, this was the best part. You know how there's always the guy who picks Hanzo and he goes, "We need a healer," yeah. and then he saves Hanzo. So uh, it was uh, me and Andy, one of the the game developers on the Ruby game, we're just hanging out where we were waiting our turn to play, and I'm looking at this guy's screen because he's just click, 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 like he's playing League of Legends, but he's Hanzo, mm -hmm. and so arrows just go, they're just falling over, and he's standing at these stairs, and they're just hitting stairs because I'm like. If you charge the arrow, you can fire. And say, I got this, I got this, I got this. And then he, he finally gets his ult, and he's like, here it comes. And he shoots it in the air. Oh, <laughs> oh, and, and then uh, I was like making kind of snide jokes behind him. And I'm like, you got it, W Dragon, here it comes. <laughs> here comes that win. And he turns, and I thought he said, shut the fuck up. But he says, I fucked up. Uh -huh. But in my mind, he went, shut the fuck up. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm like, it's a Hanzo player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. It was, it was an uh, interesting experience playing uh, where you can look to your left see and them. see the people. Because we did, before that, we did 6v6. We went, Elise was on our, on our team. Bring yeah. it down. I felt bad because Omar was there 
But it was the six of us, the and, then, and then they were like, well, Omar, you just play on the other team. Uh, I feel bad, like, but the, I don't, the only time I really like playing with you guys is at conventions. We played at the last PAX. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's not in a video, and then people don't shit all over me. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also a lot of people who are waiting in line to play this game, don't necessarily play it all the time. It's a free thing to do, so it's not exactly, it's not like Overwatch hardcore competitive dudes. No. With the exception <laughs> of, we had won several in a row, and then we saw these dudes come in and sit oh, down. Matching jackets. They were wearing matching jackets. Korean-like skin. They, were, they, they appeared to be Korean. Yeah. Yeah. And then and I'm sitting closest to their group, and I look over, and the w one dude picks Genji and then goes into his controls, and I'm like, the Genji's changing his control set today, but he goes, he's changing it, guys. It's like, be wary of Genji. So it was like, yeah, he there was a Genji, a Widowmaker, and some other, I don't know who the other person was, maybe the Mercy or something. But they were they were pretty brutal, and they were trying to carry that team. Uh, but we were, we them. did well enough that we stopped them. Omar was enough to sandbag them. Yeah. He was losing oh, yeah. on purpose. I, I was like, hey, Omar, throw it. <laughs> I just heard Bruce go, oh, shit, the Koreans are here. Well, they, they literally <laughs> sat down like simultaneously yeah. with their blue jackets, and yeah. then they immediately went into the oh. control to start changing yeah. Well, things. the best part, too, is the last day we're doing our signing. This one guy comes up. We always talk about this. The guy who comes up, he goes, hey, fuckface. And we're like, OK, oh, yeah. cool. Uh, so we're signing. It's like him and his sister. And then he goes, He's like, he says like, yeah, and you guys still suck at GTA. And then my response is, cool, I'm glad that's the one thing you chose to say to us. <laughs> and like, he didn't get it, went over his head. Yeah, Bruce yeah. and Omar are laughing. Yeah. And then he like kind of followed us to the Razor booth when we were gonna go play some Overwatch. And he's like, and he was like, you're gonna suck at this too? Hey, I wanna film this. And we're like, whatever, yeah. man, like, okay. And then we, we played and then at this point they were doing internet matches. Oh, yeah. And because they're the, the Razor accounts, they have no XP, so they're all basically Smurf accounts. Yeah. And we get into a match and we just destroy. Yeah. And people in the chat are like, map needs balance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hanamura. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny yeah. to think Holy shit, how far you, Sorry, oh, oh, yeah. how far Adam thing. has come oh, okay. from being like, just, you know, I love seeing people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to disappoint anybody. anybody. Just want everyone to have a you, <laughs> piece of shit. We, we met. You're clearly nervous. Get the fuck out it, of here. It was honestly like, we, we did a lot of signings, and the signings were long, and it was like the best group of people. Yeah. We, like, everyone was very. Well, at least people came to your signing. Uh, sometimes they wouldn't. No, can I? Yeah, sometimes they wouldn't. Miles yeah. No, 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 can yeah. I? Can I? So there was a picture that we took of me oh, alone awesome at the media. signing oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With, no, with nobody in the line. And I, I felt kind of bad after because people genuinely thought that I had a signing that nobody showed up to. And people were like sending me pity. like, oh. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We was, it was a joke. Well, you, you myself, and Peak, right? We had a yeah. 10 a.m. signing when oh, the doors opened. Yeah, yeah, we we should stop and, and move so we, we rushed we to the booth to do the signing. And then when we realized, we're like, oh, no one's going to come do a signing when it's 10 a.m. They're all going to play Battlefield 1. All right, let's move to the post show. Yes, right, let's okay. move to the post show. I, just, we also I told people in, in uh, the subreddit that I would tell them my Virgil story, but I can always tell them in the subreddit. Virgil story? You can tell us in the post show. Yeah, the yeah, post yeah, show. Yeah. The Virgil story is right, awesome. Damn it, coming up right next. It's not. Uh, big uh, big announcement. Show. Ah, shut up. Big announcement. <laughs> uh, we're moving Dude Soup. Oh, yeah. So next week is going to be at a different time. Uh, we're moving to Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific which is not an easy adjustment from now. I mean, it's easy for us, but for you guys, it's hard to explain exactly what that means. Um, but does, I does guess- Does that mean it goes up on YouTube on Tuesday? No. No. YouTube Wednesday, uh, Tuesday for sponsors. Yeah. Right. Or for first members. So it's yep. even more special now. It is even more even special. More special. Yeah, so um, people have been asking about this stuff, like why, like the upload schedule for DudeSoup was kind of weird, I get that. Um, the reason we didn't really fix that then is because we knew it was going to be changing and I waited a long time to tell you because I wanted to make sure it was accurate because this stuff moves around all the time. So yeah, next week, Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 
please go to a, a time zone calculator and figure out when that is for you. I understand that for some of our European viewers, that's going to suck. I apologize. The good news is that it's not going to be any later, so the video will be up um, by the time you would have normally watched it. I think. Actually, I have, a, I have a built-in world calculator, so ask me any country and give me the time. I'll tell you when it is. Uh, Pakistan. 2 a.m. Uh, Czechoslovakia. Th 3 a.m. Um, Uzbekistan. 1 a.m. Antarctica. Well, you got to give me a time. Uh, oh, uh, 1 p.m. Antarctica. 1 p.m. USSR. Does Did it? you just do that? <laughs> All right, well, Monday's at 3 o'clock. This is actually pretty cool, though. So, uh, just so you guys know the bigger picture, we're actually developing a block of podcasts. So, ScrewTech, RT, and Funhouse will all be in one giant yeah. chunk. So on your Monday nights, you can curl up with a pizza and watch yeah. people talk about stuff for block party. six hours straight. Yeah. I think is basically what it's amounting to. So yeah, huge podcast block party. Good times. So yeah, thanks everybody like for Snick. listening again. Just like Snick. 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 We've got <laughs> Orange a, couch. <laughs> got the post show coming up. It's where we look at fan arts, where Elise tells us her thing no, about Virgil. Time has passed. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll look at fan art at least. Yeah. Talk about uh, talk about uh, our interactions with fans. Kind of more of a community-focused show, so stay tuned for that if you're watching live. If you're not watching live, maybe check it out on the website. It's sponsor-only content, though, or rather first member only. So look into that. First member only has a lot of benefits. You get to watch Crunch Time, and you get to see the podcast live and send in comments for us to talk to on the on the post show. Yeah. So thanks everybody for uh, listening this week. If you enjoyed it, please recommend it to a friend. And yeah, next week we'll be back uh, a little bit earlier than usual. So thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you next time. And stay tuned. <laughs>